This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, Small Devotional Tidbits to Stimulate the Spiritual Appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 152 is going to be from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Today is the day to come to God. Tomorrow might be too late to receive His grace. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2 read, We then, as workers together with Him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For He says, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. If we wait to become a Christian or if we wait to come back to God, we might not have time. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. And we cannot receive the grace of God in vain. Today is the day to come to God. Tomorrow might be too late to receive His grace. In Genesis chapter 7, verses 7 through 23, the Bible says, So Noah, with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives, went into the ark because of the waters of the flood, of clean animals, of animals that are unclean, of birds, and of everything that creeps on the earth. Two by two they went into the ark to Noah, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And the rain was on the earth forty days and forty nights. On that very same day, Noah and Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort. And they went into the ark to Noah, two by two, of all flesh in which is the breath of life. So those that entered male and female of all flesh went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Now the flood was on the earth forty days. The waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth, and the ark moved about on the surface of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the high hills under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed fifteen cubits upward, and the mountains were covered, and all flesh died that moved on the earth. Birds and cattle and beasts and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life. All that was on the dry land died. So he destroyed all living things that were, which were on the face of the ground, both man and cattle, creeping things, and bird of the air, they were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. There came a day when God destroyed the world by water. 
he told Noah to build an ark. And Noah preached to all the people that were around for many, many years that there was a flood coming. But they didn't listen. They refused to get on the ark. And so Noah and his family, when God told them to, they got on the ark. Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wives. Eight people in total. And God shut them in. In verse 16, So those that entered male and female of all flesh went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. When the doors to the ark were shut, the time for salvation was over. Only those that were on the ark who had obeyed God were going to be saved. The day of salvation had come. In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The day of salvation had come for the people that got on the ark. But for those that were outside, they were going to lose their lives. Judgment had came. And they were not going to receive the grace of God. Today is the day to come to God. Tomorrow might be too late to receive his grace. The day before was the last day that they were going to have to get on the ark. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. When that door was shut by God, it was too late. They were not going to be able to receive the grace of God. Today is the day to come to God. Tomorrow might be too late to receive his grace. When that door was shut, it was too late to receive God's grace. They were condemned to die. Before that, the doors were opened, and anybody could have got on the ark. Noah was preaching that they needed to be on the ark. But when God shut the door, it was too late. There's a day coming in which God is going to shut the door again. The day of judgment. In Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, Truly this time of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, for he is appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. That day has been appointed. It is coming. And preachers of righteousness all over the world are preaching, get on the ark, come to God, because the day is coming and where God is no longer going to extend his grace. He's going to shut the doors to the ark and everybody outside is going to perish. Luke chapter 13, verses 3 and 5 say, I tell you nay, unless you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 13 and 14, the Bible says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. The day is coming in which he's going to judge the world. And he's going to bring every secret work into judgment. There's nothing that's going to be hidden from God. Everything is going to be judged. In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation before he comes back in judgment to judge the world. When he shuts the doors to the ark, and no one else will be allowed to come in, except for those who had been obedient, who had come through the door. Jesus said that he is the door. Jesus said, if you want to be in me, you've got to go through the door. If you got to want to, if you want to be in the church, you've got to go through the door. 
In Isaiah chapter 55, verses 6 and 7, it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. God will have mercy on us. We'll come to him. He will abundantly pardon us and allow us entrance into his church. But we have to come to him. We have to seek him while he may be found. Because there's going to be a day in which he is no longer going to be found. After the doors of the ark were shut, it did not matter how much they sought God. He was not going to be found. There's coming a day where if we don't seek him now, we're not going to be able to. Remember the parable of Lazarus and the rich man? Where Lazarus died and went to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man died and went to Tataris. And while suffering in Hades, he asked Abraham, send Lazarus back that he might warn my brothers. And Abraham told him they have they have Moses and the prophets. If they hear not them, neither would they hear a dead man if he came back from the grave. What he was saying, because Moses and the prophets are dead, is if they don't hear the word of God, they're not going to listen to a dead man. The most powerful of miracles. But something else he was telling them is, look, you can't leave here. Previous to that, he says, there's a, there's a big gulf. You can't leave. Once you're in Hades, you're there for eternity until God judges the world. When God judges the world, your fate has been sealed. You are going to go to hell, and there will be nothing that you can do about it once you've reached that point. Because God will not be able to be found. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Right now, while we draw breath upon this earth, God will have mercy upon us. And we can be abundantly pardoned of our sins, and we can go to the right place to paradise once we die. And then to heaven once Jesus comes back to judge the world. But that's only while we draw breath. If we wait too long, we're not going to be able to find God when we're looking for him. In Matthew chapter 24, verses 43 and 44, it says, But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Today is the day to come to God. Tomorrow might be too late to receive his grace. If we would have known the hour the thief would come, we would have been home. We would have secured our valuables. We would have secured our house because we would have known when the thief was coming. But that's not the way that it works. A thief breaks in when nobody knows. And so we always have to be watching. And it's the same way with the second coming of Christ. We have to always be watching because he's going to come at an hour in which we do not expect. So today is the day to come to God, not tomorrow. Because tomorrow might be too late to receive his grace. If Jesus comes and we haven't returned to him, it will be too late to receive his grace. That's a scary thought. In Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13, the Bible says, 
Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Surely I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Today is the day to come to God. Tomorrow might be too late to receive his grace, just as with these foolish virgins who are not ready. And they asked, give us some of your oil to the ones that were. They said, we don't have enough. There would not be enough for us and for you. Go and buy your own. And so when they went and bought, the bridegroom came. They went in, the ones that were prepared, and the door was shut and it was not opened again. And when they came, they were not allowed entrance. We have to be ready today for when God might return. Because when he does return, if we're not ready, it's going to be too late to receive his grace. Today is the day to come to God. Tomorrow might be too late to receive his grace. Get ready today. Don't wait. Tomorrow might be too late. In Romans chapter 14, verses 11 through 14, the Bible says, And do this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly, as in the day, not in reverie and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Right now, it's high time to awake out of sleep because we're closer to our salvation today than we were when we first were baptized. And we don't know when we're not going to be here anymore. We don't know when our life is going to be up. All that we know is that we're closer right now than we were a moment ago. And so we need to be ready and we need to get rid of darkness out of our life and put on the armor of light and properly prepare ourselves to be ready. Make no provision for the flesh. Some of us think, well, we'll make some provision for the flesh, but God says make no provision for the flesh. That's the way that it's got to be. It cannot be any other way. We have to make no provision for the flesh because the time of our death or judgment, it is coming. It is a sure thing. The day has been appointed for Christ to return. And if we don't die before then, it's going to happen. In Hebrews chapter 9, verses 27 and 28, the Bible says, And as it is appointed for men to die once, 
but after this, the judgment. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. It has been appointed for us to die once. That day is going to come. And when it does, if we're not Christian, it's going to be too late. And even if it doesn't come, there has been a day appointed in which Jesus is going to return, destroy the world, and take his Christians home with him. If you haven't become a disciple of Christ by that time, it is going to be too late. Our life is but like a vapor that appears for a little time and vanishes away. James chapter 5 and verse 14. Don't wait too late. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.